Hello everyone, my name is John Locke from LockeInYourSuccess.com, that's L-O-C-K-E-InYourSuccess.com, and I'd like to welcome you to the winning trade, but first the required disclaimer material. This presentation is given for educational purposes only. We're not broker dealers or financial advisors, and we're not making any specific trade recommendations. Also, please be aware that your risk in trading options is substantial, and please make sure you are aware of all your risks prior to placing any trades. Also note that in this presentation, we are going to demonstrate hypothetical computer simulated trades. They're believed to be as accurately represented as possible. Keep in mind that live results can vary from simulated results for many, many different reasons. If this is your first experience with us, my name is John Locke. I'm a trading performance wealth and success coach with Locke and Your Success LLC, where myself and my mentors are here to help you win in the markets and in life as well. And today, I'm here to take you into the realm of high probability options trading. Now, normally when we talk about high probability options trading, we're discussing option strategies that make money from the passage of time rather than depending solely on price movement in order to make money, meaning you can often make money whether the price goes up, down, or sideways. Now, in this session, we have a trading strategy that's a little bit different. It's high probability. In fact, you'll find it's higher probability than a lot of our so-called uh, positive theta and income trades. And in this case, we are utilizing option strategies that have an extremely high probability of winning, but they, they're set up a little bit differently than you might expect. The trading strategy we're going to take a look at today is called the Super Bowl. Now, the Super Bowl is a strategy that you could use on the SPX or the Russell 2000 index. You can also use it in assets such as IWM and SPY and so forth, but I would suggest doing it on an index or something that's uptrending. This strategy requires a minimum of between $1,000 and $2,000 to trade with. It has a profit target of up to 100%, and sometimes maybe a little bit over 100%, which we'll talk about as we move along. Our exit loss trigger being 100%, uh, if that's the case, you're going to want to make sure your trade is appropriately sized for your account. In other words, if I had a $10,000 account size, I wouldn't want to trade a $10,000 Super Bowl because if I had happened to lose that trade or go through a poor period, then I'd certainly lose all the money in the account. So what we're going to do here is we're going to use a maximum of about one-tenth of the account size when we put this strategy on and that will keep the risk limits within reason. So let me just start with the guidelines of this strategy. This strategy is super simple, very, very easy to do, very, very maintenance-free. So what we're going to do, and again, we'll demonstrate this as we go along, is when our monthly cycle is 65 days to expiration, we're going to enter a bullish call vertical in a manner where the potential profit in the trade and the total loss are about equal. Now, there are some variations to this guideline, but uh, in general, that's what we're attempting to, attempting to do. Uh, once we enter the strategy, we do nothing until the next monthly cycle is 65 days. So that's going to be about 28 to 36 days, uh, at which point, once that time has passed, we're going to look at the original trade. And we're going to see if the trade's up money. If the trade's up money, we're going to exit it. If it's not up money, we're going to stay in the trade. At the same time, we're going to enter what we call trade two. We're going to enter our next cycle. So we're going to have two overlapping trades. This is only the case, though, if the trade one is down money. If the trade one's up money, we're going to exit and we'll only be in one of the trades. And then we're going to start trade two the same way we've had trade one. Now, back to trade one. 
if trade one was down money, we're going to stay in the trade. And we're going to stay in that trade until trade one is actually up money, in which case, if that happens, we're going to exit. And that's if it's up any amount of money. We're going to exit trade one. And if that doesn't happen, we just stay in the trade till the end, at which point we're going to expire it at a total loss. So let's take a look at this strategy, and I'll explain this more in detail for you. So this is a Super Bowl. This is what it looks like. Let me explain the analytical software. This is an analytical software called OptionNet Explorer. It tells us what the risk is in our position, and it also gives us a third or time function or a third dimension here that we can work with. So if I'm looking at this, we have our expiration cycles for our options across the top here. And above that, we have our asset price. So our last asset price here on the SPX was 41.31. Our date is up here. Uh, this is in back tester mode. So this shows us so that we can cover the whole trade. So this was entered on April 14th, 2021. We choose the expiration cycle at 65 days to expiration. You could do an AM expiration. You could do a PM expiration. It doesn't really matter. You can also do a weekly, but I would suggest spacing these trades out at least 30 days apart when you're doing them. If you look at the software, we have our call options at the top, our put options at the bottom. We have our strike prices here along the left side. It tells us our uh, mid price for the option, implied volatility, our delta, and so forth. And this is our actual position. So we're gonna, what we're going to do here is we're going to come in and we're going to put on a call vertical, a bullish call vertical, and we're going to do so uh, with an attempt to get the amount of money we could potentially make the same as the amount of money the spread is costing us. Now, depending on the implied volatility skew curve, this isn't always possible, and this is one of those situations, in fact, it's been this way for the last year or so, where we have to accept slightly more risk than potential profit. Uh, and once the market calms down, gets into a more Im normal implied volatility skew curve structure, you should be able to do that one-to-one -one without a problem. But for now, this is what we're dealing with. So speaking of this, this is our analytical graph. The sharp straight-edge lines that are in blue here are is our expiration graph. It tells you what our options are worth at any given price point, like the asset prices along the bottom, at any given price point of the asset. And we have our T plus zero line, which gives us the profit and loss as of today. We show this in, in a different format here. This is our, our current profit and loss uh, after execution coming in. This is our delta. In other words, how much the position makes or loses with $1 of price movement. This is our gamma, how much this is shifting in the next dollar. And this is our theta, how much money we make or lose from uh, day to day. So today we'll notice we have a minus 1.77 theta. This is different than many of our strategies. Most of our strategies are going to be positive theta. We're going to be what we call underneath the expiration graph. In other words, we'll be under the profit range. So we might start with the asset price up in here somewhere. And in those cases, the asset price can come down quite a bit a lot of times and we'll still make money. That is not the case with this strategy. This strategy requires the asset price to be above where we started in 65 days, or to put it more accurately, above where we started in the next, say, 28 to 36 to 65 days, depending on the expiration cycle. So this is going to be our entry. Now, again, we don't have the one-to-one -one that we desire. So what we're going to do when we enter this, if I was going to start a new trade, 
It's going to start here. I'm going to buy and at the money sell uh, a strike 20 points higher. And this happens to give us a total potential gain of around $850 and a total potential loss of around $1,150. And this is just estimating. Now, uh, I don't like that ratio, so I'm going to go a little bit higher here and see if it's better. In this case, it is better. I'm at about $900 to $1,100. And I may even go one strike higher to see if it's uh, if it's even better. But I really won't go more than that. I generally don't like to go more than 10 points over our actual asset price. And here we're at 9 points over our asset price. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to enter here. Now that we're entered... Basically, what we're going to do is we're going to do absolutely nothing for the next 30 days or until our July is 65 days to expiration. So by the time this one hits 65 days to expiration, it's actually going to be 28 days in this case. Uh, 93 minus 65 is 28. So we're doing nothing for the next 28 days. We don't care if the asset price goes uh, way up. We don't care if the asset price comes all the way down and uh, it's a 3,400. Because when we enter this trade, we should be sized so that we're willing to take the total loss. The reality is that that happens very, very seldom in this strategy, as we'll see when we take a look at the statistics. Most of the time, the vast majority of the time, uh, the market or the SPX or an index is at a higher price in the next 30 to 60 days than it is at a lower price. And it's that feature of the marketplace that gives this strategy its edge. It's, it's, it's that feature that uh, gives us a very high probability of winning. So what we're going to do here is we're going to do nothing for the next 28 days. And I'm just going to go to April, uh, May 5th. And you can see that the asset price has gone up a little bit. We're now 44 days to expiration. Our July is 72 days to expiration. That's actually another seven days. So I'm going to pop ahead another seven days here. Let me ignore today's trades and go ahead another seven days to May 12th. And my goodness, we had some bad luck here. The market ended up dropping down 83 points on this day. Had we exited this the day before, then we certainly would have exited at a profit. But this happens sometimes. We, if we're trading non-subjectively, we're not really paying attention to charting patterns. We're not paying attention to technical analysis. We're just putting on the strategy. We're letting the probability of the strategy play out. So we're down, down money 37 days to expiration. So what do we do? Well, we do nothing. But we do take a look at our um, July expiration, and we enter our July trade. So I'm going to come in here, and I'm going to not ignore today's trades. And while this trade is on, we're going to enter the Super Bowl for July, and we're going to do it the same way. We're going to come in here. We're going to start at our 4,070 because that is our at the money. Mm, that doesn't give me a risk-reward ratio that I like. I try going to the 4,080, and that's a little bit better. Not a lot better, but that's 
the way it is sometimes. So that's as high as I'm willing to go. So I'm going to put this in. I got an $800 potential award, a $1,200 potential loss, and at the same time, now this is where the strategy gets a little more active because I have a, I have two trade of trades on, and if I go back to my June trade. Uh, what I'm waiting for is, I, is I'm simply waiting for this trade to become profitable in order to exit it. I don't want to have two losing trades that happen uh, consecutively. It's very rare, but it can happen. Uh, my objective here is to get to break even or a slight profit and to get out. So if I go to the following day, we get our 65-point move in the market. Now, generally, I'm not, I'm not going to be watching this trade if it's on, even if I'm monitoring it daily now. Uh, I'm not going to be checking this trade every minute of the day to see if it gets profitable. What I'm going to do is I'm just going to wait till my checkpoint time. And for me, I called my checkpoint time 15.30 or uh, 3.30 Eastern time, half an hour before the market closes. Uh, if at that time the trade is profitable, which it is, I'm simply going to exit this trade now and get out of it. So I'm going to close this for a $61 profit. And a $61 profit on a $1,000 planned capital is 6.1%. So it's not great, but sometimes trades don't go, don't go great. But that's okay. That's just part of the trading game. And I'm going to close this out. Now all I have on is my previous trade that I entered for July, which happened to be a fantastic entry, by the way. A lot of the times when our trade is down, when our next cycle hits 65 days to expiration, a lot of times it's a fantastic time to actually enter a new bull trade, which is the case here. This is up $143. And now that that other trade's closed, I don't have to, I'm not watching the market daily anymore. I'm just going to go until my August trade here is 65 days expiration. That's going to be another 34 days. So notice that one expiration cycle was 28 days. This one's going to be 36 days apart. Let's just jump ahead to the middle of June because really we would be doing nothing anyway here. We'll go to June 9th. This is what the strategy look like. looks like. We're up $458. This is looking really good. And we are now, August is 72 days to expiration, so I have another seven days. Let's ignore the trades and hop ahead seven days here. And now I'm up $518 on this trade. August is 65 days to expiration. It's, I'm ready to enter my August cycle, and this is my this is this is the time I check: Am I up money? Am I down money? Well, I'm up money. Okay, so I'm going to exit this trade in July at approximately $518. That on a thousand dollars plan capital, that is 51.8 percent. It's going to be a little bit less than that ex after execution, and that closes us out for a very good cycle. So. We're going to close this. We're going to enter our August trade. Uh, our August trade is similar to the other one. We're going to start at 42.30 and the 42.50s, and we have a very bad uh, risk-reward ratio. We only we'd like to only have a thousand, but we have 1,200. Uh, I go up 10 more points, which is pretty much what I'm usually willing to go, and I put on. My bullish vertical at 4240 and 4260. Again, from here, 
since my other trade is closed, I do nothing for, uh, let's see, how many, uh, we have 28 days in this cycle, we have 65 to 93, I do nothing uh, for till uh, September, 65 days to expiration, it's going to be 28 days, and uh, I go forward. Now, also, would like to point out, since we're talking about this here, is that we're using a planned capital of $1,000, and our trade actual capital is 1200 Plan capital is not necessarily the actual amount you'll get in the trade. Sometimes with this, we'll have an $800 reward for a $1,200 gain. Sometimes we'll have a $1,000 reward for a $1,000 gain. Uh, and sometimes we'll have, you know, in this case here, which is the worst I've ever seen, it is 1200 for 800 We're using our planned capital as a consistent number to um, determine what our profits and losses are. So the potential loss in this in this particular trade is going to be 120%. And if I had $800 in this, in other words, this line here was at 800 instead of 1200 which does happen in very low implied volatility situations, or when we have a very steep implied volatility skew curve, when we're in that type of an environment, we wouldn't be able to lose 100%. We'd only be able to lose 80%. But we're just using that number as a way to gauge our returns in a consistent manner. And it doesn't really matter how you gauge your returns as long as you're doing it in a consistent manner like that. You don't want to get into this thing where one trade, you know, when you're doing a trading strategy, you want to see how it does over time. You don't want to get in this uh, situation where one trade has uh, $300 capital in it and one has $30,000 capital in it. And, you know, you're making... You might be making 100% of your $3,000 capital trade, which is $3,000, and losing only 10% of your $30,000 trade, which is $3,000. So in that case, from a dollar standpoint, you'd have $0, but from a percentage standpoint, you would have made 90%. Now, a lot of trading places actually determine their their um, their percentage returns that way, and they'll have a you know a 3,000% return, and they'll be from a dollar standpoint they'll actually lose money, and again this is just a way of manipulating things. So by using this $1,000 plan capital, we can keep we can keep a very reasonable idea of what our expectations are to have an, it's a strategy at any given point, but we can keep those numbers consistent. That way, if we make a thousand percent on our trade, we're actually making money. So this is why we, we, we do it this way. Um, like I said, we disclose that 100%. So here is our entry. We do nothing for the next 28 days. That's going to put us somewhere in the middle of July. And let me ignore today's trades. And uh, as of July 14th, we come in here, we notice September 65 days to expiration. Oh, I have to check my August position. My August position is up $468. Since it's up money, I'm going to close it. And then from there, I'm going to open my September position. And I'm going to do it in the same manner. I'm going to start, uh, in this case, the most, the closest at the money call is going to be 43.80. Uh, I try that. If I don't get a good risk-reward ratio, which I do not here, I go 10 points higher. And this is the best I'm going to do. Slightly better than last month, but I'm still not optimal. Either way, this is the way we do that. And then we're off to the races with September. So that is the Super Bowl. Let's take a look at some of the statistics because a lot of people who do uh, so-called high probability trading, they're going, what they're going to do is they're going to take a look at the delta of their short option. 
In this case, my delta is 45.75. And they will tell you something like, if you have a delta of, say, 10, for example, they'll say 100 minus 10 is 90. They'll say you'll have a 90% chance of winning that trade. And then when you actually go look at the trading strategies, their actual win rate, or the, what we call the effective win rate, uh, based on history, is closer to the 75% range. This, from a pure statistics standpoint, or from that perspective, only has a 45.75% of actually being profitable. But in reality, or the effective rate, is much, much different. So let me show you what the actual performance of this is, this strategy is, from January 2011 expiration until today. So this is what we have. This is a analytical report from our ONE software. This has a total of 130 trades. Of those 130 trades, 88% of these were winners. So the effective historical rate, even though our statistical rate is only in the 45% range, our effective historical rate is an 88% winner. winners. It wins 88% of the time. In that time, our gross profits were $40,955. Our gross losses were $15,825. Our average winner is $356. Our average loser is 100%, so that's going to be $1,055. That metric there is a little bit concerning in the strategy, but you can see how that's played out over at least the last 10 years. And... Our largest winner, $856. Our largest loser, $1,119. That's fairly close. That's not bad. Uh, our average days in trade is 33.02. That's because some cycles are 28 days, some cycles are 36 days, and sometimes we go into uh, a little bit of trade overlap. Our maximum consecutive wins. This trading strategy has a history of winning 31 times in a row. That's almost three years without a loss. Our maximum consecutive losses is three in a row. Because we have three maximum consecutive losses, our maximum drawdown here is going to be approximately uh, $3,481. If you run that into the percentage, that's 348%. You might say, well, hey, that's a huge drawdown. But keep in mind, we're only trading a maximum, if I, I recommend only trading a maximum of one-tenth account size. So that would be a drawdown, if that were to happen, of about 34% in your account. That is very, very reasonable for a high probability strategy. You know, even these trades that win, uh, you know, say 80, 90% of the time, and they only have a 10% maximum loss, but you're using your full account size. If those lose three times in a row, there's a very good possibility you'll be drawn down 30, 35%, or 40, maybe even a little bit more uh, on those strategies as well. So that's nothing unusual or, or nothing concerning. So with this, our total trade for trade return using $1,000 plan capital is going to be 2,513%. Our actual effective win rate is 88%. We win 88% of the time. Our maximum consecutive wins, 31. Maximum consecutive loss is 3. Uh, keeping in mind, our average loss tends to be about 2 points times our average gain. So you'll want to keep that in mind as you position size and you set your expectations for the strategy. Also, another caution here is the trade size uh, must be small. And I guess you must not do anything. You can do whatever you want, but uh, I would highly suggest you, you run it to small trade size, uh, either one-tenth or less relative to your account size, so that you can maintain a reasonable risk management. And how did the Super Bowl do this year? So far this year, the Super Bowl 
using the, our $1,000 plan capital, as we explained, got a 51% return in January, 36.1 in February, 29.6 in March, 24.6 in April, 53.1 in May, 6.1 in June, 51.6 in July, and 46.6 in August. In that time, we've also closed our September trade, and that came back at 29.6%, giving us a total trade-for-trade trade return of 327.9%. Absolutely fantastic for such a simple strategy to win you know, nine months in a row and return 327.9%. Now, if we correct this for our suggested account size, that would give us a 32.79% at an account level. Absolutely amazing. And that is the Super Bowl, this episode's winning trade. If you like what you see, I encourage you to hop on over to thewinningtrade.com. That's thewinningtrade.com and discover how you too can follow along with this and many other great strategies as they unfold during our weekly Options Trading for Income webinars that we hold for our Go members. Also, at thewinningtrade.com, you can explore past winning trades and receive access to free bonus material as well as our Trading Success Blueprint. And perhaps best of all, while you're there, Go on over to LockingYourSuccess.com and check out our free trading performance podcast where you can learn to skyrocket your trading results regardless of the type of trading you do. If you have any questions, comments, or anything you'd like to see on the next winning trade, we'd love to hear from you. Simply comment on the video below and I'll answer your questions for you personally. Thank you for joining me and I look forward to seeing you on the next winning trade.